Here on Metro FM Talk. Uh, I wanted to start off in the US, man. ProPublica. Yeah, who is ProPublica? They've been around for a while and it seems they've landed their hands on what I would say is the scoop of the decade. Uh, tax records, secret internal revenue service records in the United States of some of the richest people in the world. Yeah, it almost has that um, Panama feel, right? Mm. When we when we that old um, records from Panama coming up a couple of years ago. Yeah. So maybe to start off with your first question. So ProPublica Pro is um, basically a non-profit newsroom um, based in the states that mm. investigate abuses of power. And I think, uh, of course, if you're in that space of the IRS as well as all the tech systems happening, there would be an area of interest. So it seems like they've obtained um, some some IRS data on the tax returns of thousands of uh, some of the wealthiest people in the world. Mm. I mean, this includes the likes of Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett, um, where um, it seems like it's been detailed that a lot of these guys are paying almost next to nothing uh, income taxes, uh, while sort of um, sort of the average citizen um, has the burden of paying quite high taxes. Mm. So I think it's probably, as you put it there, it's probably the scoop of a decade, right? And there's probably a lot that's going to come from this. I mean, we're still at the very early stages now. Uh, there's a lot of big names being mentioned, and I imagine as time goes on, we're going to begin to see more and more um, of these things that are detailed in this specific report, um, mm. and just in terms of understanding what the rich and the wealthy in the world are doing in order to avoid tax. Yeah, and I guess, you know, um, I mean, this is not a, anything unique to the United States. I mean, yeah. the reason why we've got uh, a large business center for SARS here in South Africa has a lot to do with uh, what we see as this aggressive tax planning uh, on the part of uh, many eager accountants and uh, some of the very rich people in the world. Yeah, no, I think it, it, it's definitely not not unique um, at all to to. to, to America. I mean, I think globally. I mean, I think every every couple of years, sort of this, some of these stories break out, and and really for me, as, as a matter of, if, if this story is breaking out, is it is it ever going to get to a point where people will completely, you know, stay away from tax avoidance? Mm. Um, I mean, I think if you if you wealthy, you're always going to try and find ways in which to minimize the taxes you pay. But um, I, mean, I think this is going to be definitely a developing story, and I think we might see a lot of big names coming up there. Whether or not there's actual um, fraud or, or, or corruption um, done is, is something that we'll have to come, we'll have to see mm-hmm. as time goes. And whether or not whether that will lead to any arrest, um, I mean, I think it's something that we're just going to have to watch yeah, and yeah. see. But I think definitely, you know, scoop of the decade. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna be watching that one quite closely to see what comes out of that um, specific report and that data that they have. Yeah, it's certainly going to be an interesting one uh, that, uh, as can be expected, might kick up a storm uh, with the Republican Party. But but let's shift away from that slightly. Airbnb. Uh, it seems they are trying, I guess, to be best buds and best chums uh, with uh, local authorities. I mean, anything from creating a portal platform to sharing data. It seems now that uh, they're proposing the creation of a national short-term rental register. Uh, to assist law enforcement, I think, maybe policymakers as well, uh, uh, to get a very clear sense of who's doing what on Airbnb and what, I guess, uh, properties zoned where uh, offering short-term rental stays. Bandile. Hey! Uh, let's uh, take a brief break and see uh, uh, yeah, what's happening with that line so we can reconnect with Bandila Matandela. 
So, uh, three minutes it is now before 8 p.m. And uh, Bandile, I hope we have you back on the line there, brother. Yeah, no, the corner. Yes, man. Yeah, I think when it was just being um, interrupted slightly. By Are you at an Airbnb now? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> I think it's quite interesting what Airbnb is doing. And I think for me, it's probably just a proactive move, right? Uh, if you consider um, just um, some of the problems that um, Uber has had um, with, with regulators, and perhaps they preempt, they, it's a preemptive move in saying that, you know, let's engage government up front, let's come up with different ideas. Of course, they are suggesting a smart online national registration system, which they say that would enable hosts uh, to share their registration, registration numbers on the Airbnb platform. And this would also empower and enable government um, to, to be able to have some of the data they need to enforce regulation. You know, um, for me, it's really an interesting one. I think it's probably a proactive move uh, in anticipation of any regulatory changes that might um, put Airbnb at a disadvantage. Mm. And I guess, yeah, as, as you say, I mean, a preemptive move. Uh, but, um, I mean, surely they, they would have had a sense of uh, the experiences elsewhere in the world of uh, what are some of the regulatory levers that uh, local authorities have. Um, and a lot of those, I guess, happen to do with law enforcement, but some of them have to do with getting a very clear sense of, uh, you know, who's doing what in the city and uh, what might be due to local authorities. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's definitely an important one, and I think it's also just around the text um, issues there and ensuring that the various players in the space are, are actually compliant um, and 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 then uh, paying the taxes that they need. I mean, Airbnb has also announced uh, that they've been working quite closely with SARS. You know, they've sort of painted this picture, and uh, and I suppose they've done a lot of work in 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 terms of assisting in the tourism industry. Um, but for me, you know, it's one of those, as you say, they've probably seen what has happened in the in the rest of the world and some of the various regulation levers that they can um, leverage and put into place to assist their businesses. But of course, being a a, a company that's also looking out for profits. Um, they, 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 they probably they also looking to best position their organization. I mean, I think it's, it's probably an anticipation, you know, with everything that has happened with the pandemic, with the, with, with COVID, there's sort of this push uh, around, you know, how do we regulate the tourism industry so that it benefits and it's also inclusive. So for me, it's probably one of those um, moves on their side. I think on their side, from a business perspective, it definitely makes sense. Um, I, I would also not sit and wait for regulations to put me in a difficult position. So, and then also, you know, to a, to a certain extent, it allows government to have data and 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 have an understanding of what's happening in that particular space. Hopefully, it improves the um, um, enforcement of regulations and also the issue of safety because I think it becomes a big a big issue when it comes to sort of this type of models of accommodation. You know, in ensuring that the short rental stay um, uh, market is, is is regulated properly. And uh, that we ensure that consumer protection is actually enforced because sometimes uh, the consumer could be the one that um, doesn't benefit at the end. Mm, mm. Yeah, I guess it's just one of those things, you know, uh, when you look at it in that way, um, it does, uh, you know, have some implications, one would think, for some of the people who've signed on to this platform, hoping that it's, you know, a platform with low barriers to entry to get into the world of tourism. But it seems... Uh, I guess for some now that uh, regulation um, is um, yeah. going to be part of that story, which is not always a bad thing, I must say. I mean, certainly for users of the platform as consumers and not necessarily those who list uh, platforms there. Bandila, just before we let you go, uh, a quick one here on the story of uh, the South African Local Government Association and the municipal workers. Uh, they, they brought in an independent facilitator who has now proposed a below-inflation increase uh, for local government uh, officials. What do you make of this? And I guess, how do you anticipate the, the workers are going to receive this? 
Yeah, I mean, I think we've we've already started to 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 hear some responses from the workers. Um, I, uh, um, and I think one of the sentiment that seems to be there is that um, the independent educator is siding with the government in 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 terms of um, the proposal that they've put forward. Of course, they have proposed that um, the employees get a four percent wage increase in this first year, so it's a three-year wage too structure, and that would be then followed by uh, project consumer price index minus 1% for, for the second and third years. Um, and I think the sentiment with the workers, they feel like this size with the government and is in line with um, the government's plan to reduce wages, and that um, their concerns uh, have not really been considered. I mean, I think for me, it's, it's a bit of a difficult one, Aya, because in one hand, you know, you've got this growing wage bill that's really putting pressure on the fiscal. But on the other hand, you've got um, sort of an economy that's shrinking and people needing um, increases in order to improve their livelihoods. So it's a, it's a very difficult one. Um, um, I, th- I think to a certain extent, the proposal maybe, uh, maybe is a bit too, too, too sided to the government to a certain extent, because if you consider a below inflation uh, increase, maybe if it was at inflation, um, there'd be more consideration. But I think it's going to be a very difficult one. Uh, we do understand mm. that um, the workers are saying that they probably going to, the unions are going to take this back to their members, but they are also preparing for a, nation, a nationwide strike. Yeah, it's, uh, the deck of cards is certainly stacked. And uh, we're going to be watching this one closely over the next few months or so, uh, Bandile, because certainly judging from what uh, many um, organizations on the square have been saying, uh, yeah, it's not going to be easy sailing for um, the uh, government negotiators at multiple levels, not just uh, provincial and national, but also in this case, uh, what's happening at a municipal level. Shlobam, is always a pleasure. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you very much, Aya. And um, happy belated birthday. Yeah, man. yeah. Thanks a lot, yeah, brother. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, y